I'm your DM, Sarah, and this is Four Friends and Some Dice. Welcome to Four Friends and Some Dice, an actual play D&D podcast where normally four friends play D&D using some dice, but today there's just two of us. I'm your DM, Sarah. And I'm Raz, and I play Ozark, and I'm very afraid. Why are you afraid? Because my friends are missing. Okay, but tell the audience how much HP you have. 58. And what's your armor class? 20, with my shield out. Yeah, you have no reason to be afraid. I also, uh, so we got ability score improvements. Mm -hmm. So my strength is now an 18 and my constitution is a 19. Do you want to recap what happened in the last episode you were in as much as you remember? Did everyone do that? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I don't remember much because so much has happened in our lives. So... Uh, Am I recapping or is Sarah recapping? (laughs) I recap for everybody else, but go ahead. What, you did? Yeah. You said they recapped. That's a lie. It was a conversational recapping. (sighs) Okay, so in the last episode, we fought a Barogura, and crazy stuff happened at the festival. We fast-forwarded quite a bit because we hopped on a boat with Lindsay. Not because there was any narrative reason why they wouldn't. I just was very impatient to get to the next thing. thing. Yeah, so we... Hopped on a boat, we traveled for several days across the ocean thing, (laughs) and we got to the other side and had to travel several more days into the woods to meet up with a crazy elf witch lady who uh, Ozark is very worried about. But still went along with it because she asked him what he wanted to know. And he said he wanted to know the origins of the orcs. Yep. And where they came from. So... So she said that you need to trust me and allow my magic to work so I can give you that knowledge. Don't resist the ayahuasca. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you all agreed. And so you picked your chairs that you sat in. Okay. And And then then we drank the Kool-Aid. Then you were teleported. And you've never been teleported by magic before. This is the first time. And it felt almost like your soul was pulled out of your body but still connected to it and put in this other place and then your body like whipped forward and like crashed into it and then you were just in this new place. So it was a very strange... It wasn't painful but it was a strange sensation. You didn't like it. It felt like your soul left your body and your body like... It wasn't painful but I didn't like it. Yeah. And so now you are in this room. It's dark. It's a 10 by 10 foot room. Okay. There is a teleportation circle on the floor that you were teleported to and there's a doorway across from you 10 feet away. I'm just in a cell. <laughs> yep, basically you're here. It's a 10 by 10 foot antechamber sort of room. I would like to do a perception check. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And as usual, we start out with a nat one. I didn't roll in the dice box. That's what it is. Yep. You scorned my dice box. It's just a room. Mm -hmm, Because I roll a one. You have no idea where you're at. I lose my sight for four seconds. Like, you feel a little bit... It almost felt like when you got a little seasick on the boat trip over, it was almost like a wave of seasickness hit you. Ozark is ready to deal with anything. Okay, so what are you going to do? Because he's stupid and doesn't think he didn't see good. Um, I'm going to go up to the door. Okay. Is there a handle? There's no handle. It just pushes in. Oh. 
But I, I try to push it. Okay, it opens up. Okay. The room inside is dark. Okay, I have dark vision. So in shades of gray, you see it's a room. It's about 35 by 35 feet. It's a squarish room. Mm-hmm. You don't see anything else in the room. It's just a room. It's just a room. Mm-hmm. But it's how big? About 35 by 35 feet. Okay. I'm going to perceive again if I can do that. Okay. Because I want to look and see if there's any, like, traps or anything when I go into this room. That is 14, plus my perception is a 19. You can't tell if there's any, like, there's, there are no trip, like, you don't see any trip wires. Again, it's dark. Like, you're just looking based on different shadow depths. Yeah. So, like, you don't see anything. I go in the room, then. Okay, so you step in this room. Okay. The moment you step in, there's a torch on to your left and to your right that magically flares up with, it looks like real fire, but it's magic fire because you step up. The door slams shut behind you. Um, and I'm going to read you the description that you see in this room. In this room, you see a relief carved out of the wall, but it's not a gently raised relief. It's protruding quite a bit. You would say, if a statue is 100% out of the wall this relief is about 50 percent out of the wall it's protruding quite a bit um the relief shows a woman portrayed as some sort of deity um she is tall and lanky she has long dark hair she has pointed ears they're thicker than elf ears but thinner than orc ears widthwise okay so it's somewhere in between there. She is shown crawling out of a dark well. Her eyes are dark and sunken and her skin is sallow. So this is the lady from the ring. <laughs> so she's trying to crawl out of this? God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> she is using a withered staff to pull herself out of the well. Okay. But she is being portrayed as some sort of like deity. Okay. On the floor, you see there are lot like the floor is just scattered. The floor with- is lava. <laughs> The floor has lots of runes and sigils. Sigils. God damn it, Matt Mercer. It's got lots of sigils, like cards. He says sigils? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Mercer, buddy. So yeah, it's just like covered in them. Okay. Do they look magic in any way? Do an arcana check. Okay. Are they common or orcish? Nope. Uh, arcana check is a nine. <laughs> uh, they could be. You don't know. They okay. look like magic symbols. You just don't know I if they're active or not. step on the first one. <laughs> so it's just show me where you're walking. Oh, so do can I, do I know where the sigils are on these? Every square has one. Every square except yeah. for the one I'm on? Yeah. Okay, so where is the lady again? Sorry. She's carved on the wall to your left. So this wall over Mm -hmm. here. And this wall is completely plain. Okay, so I'm going to walk forward. Okay, nothing happens. Okay, does the sigil do anything? Nope. What does the sigil on this square look like? It's a (laughs) circle with some lines I'm trying to figure out this puzzle. (laughs) They're all different. Like, they're all slightly different. Okay, I move forward again. Okay, from... Missiles Uh-oh. of magic or origin come out towards you, and you take you take five points of force damage. I take half that. Yeah, you took you would have taken ten. Ten. Oh, you already five. took it off. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do I know what triggered this? Did the um, sigil light up? The sigil had triangles on it, and it did flash when you stepped on it. So the one behind me has circles. circles. The one in front of me, what does it have? Squares. So we're playing on a PlayStation controller. I move on to the one with squares. The one in front of that, it, the pattern repeats. 
So it mm-hmm. goes circle, triangle, square. Yeah, and it's Does like offset by one. So this one's a circle, this one's a circle, this one's a circle, this one's a circle. Okay. Triangle, 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 square, square, square. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one directly in front of me is a circle. Circle. Did the square do anything? Nope. Okay. So this one would be a triangle. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move to this one, which is a okay. square. And then can I move to this one, which is a circle? And I'm assuming in front of the lady or is that at the lady? Uh, Yeah, that's getting close to the lady. Okay. And this is a doorway here, just so you know. Oh, there's another doorway. Mm-hmm. Sure so is there any... I'm going to... Am I at the lady? She's taking up about half the space in front of you, so you're very close to can her. Can I end. do an investigation or a perception check? Yeah, do an investigation check. Okay, I'm worse at those. Three. <laughs> you just start, like, reaching out and patting her down. There is no, like, hidden traps or levers or anything. Consent, Ozark. <laughs> It's a statue, but yeah, yeah. This could be a person who was made into a statue. It could be. This could be a Medusa's lair, for all I know. Could be an evil elf witch's lair. <laughs> there are no levers or anything. Okay. Am I by the torch? Yeah. The torch is there, too? The torch is on the wall above above that. About, Can I look at the about torch more closely? Because there's two of them. Yeah. Is the door open or is it just a doorway? It's just, it's a, it's a swinging door. Okay. And you don't know if it's locked or unlocked. The torch had, um, it's iron wrought Mm -hmm. and it looks like, but it looks like wood and it, it like curls around the torch and there are like vines extending off of it. It's got like grain worked into it. Like it looks like wood and it actually looks a lot like this woman's staff has the same grain design in it. Can I touch her staff? Yep. Touch the staff. Nothing happens. Is her, her staff like stuck and made of stone? It's made of stone. It's it's part of the relief. Okay. So the staff matches the torches but isn't itself wood. Correct. Okay. And they're made of different materials. The sconce is made of iron and the staff is carved out of stone. Okay. The stone feels very cool. Or like very cold. Yeah, cold. Okay. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I guess I'll just try to move forward i feel like there's a puzzle in this room that i need to solve but i don't know what to do okay so i'm gonna go this is safe right it's squares because these are circles or these are triangles i mean that's a that's a square yeah so square square right Mm -hmm. or does it only go this way because that'd be square square so you've got a square That'd be circle. circle so that would be a triangle. Okay, so I go circle mm-hmm. and then square. Okay. I'm going to try the door. The door is open. I guess I go through. Okay. I want to figure out what that is. I should have looked at the other sconce probably. You could look back. Yeah, I can always go back. The door slams shut behind you. And it's locked. Yeah. <sighs> you can't go back. <laughs> um, That's so mean. You're literally like, you could always go back. I literally you could can't go look back. back. <sighs> Can't look back now. Nope. Um, so as soon as you step into this room I and out of the other room, one. this the torches in this room light up. Uh-huh. You, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna describe what the um, relief on the wall to your left looks like, and then I'll tell There's you what's in the room. There's another relief. There's another relief. Um, what a relief! Upon entering this room, you see this goddess opening a portal to an outer realm using her withered staff, but she's being rebuked and kept out by gods and guardians alike. 
you'd have to do like some sort of religion check to see. Bad at these two. Four. You don't know who these, like, you don't recognize either this goddess or the gods holding her out. You don't know what plane she's trying to go in, but there's, like, an obvious difference. Like, the the realm that she's in is, like, a garden with a well, <laughs> and then um, the realm that she's going to has lots of trees and rolling hills, and there's a tower in the distance. In this room, you see that... There is to your left in this corner square here, there's a rack that has four balls laying on it. And then there are four hoops. So there's a hoop here, which is green. So it's a hoop mm-hmm. in this square, which is green. I can write on these now because you're Please. the last person. So this is green. There's a hoop here, which is yellow. There's a hoop here, which is black. And can you write this one, which is here, and red? And it is red. Red. So you can... I'm going to put that closer to you so you can see there's a rack of balls here. I'm going to describe the balls to you now. There is a large black ball, which is about the size of a beach ball. The next ball is green. It's about the size of a volleyball or soccer ball. There's a yellow ball that's about the size of a softball. And a red ball about the size of a ping pong ball. So it goes beach, black... Soccer, green, softball, yellow, and ping pong ball, red. Mm -hmm. Does it look like the hoops match the sizes of the corresponding colors? They're all one size, but all of them could. Any could fit in. Any could fit in. Okay. Yeah, they're all big enough to fit. The floor of this room. Um. So over each ball is written one word. Okay. So over the black ball is written. I wrote escape. I feel like run would be a better translation. So they're written in this script that you don't recognize, but underneath there's a translation that appears in common. Okay. And so it might not be an exact translation. Um, For the green, it says sticky. The yellow, it says dazzling. And for red, it says heavy. And the words are the same color as the ball. Okay. Mm -hmm. So escape... Slash run, mm-hmm. sticky, dazzling, mm-hmm. and heavy. Yep. <sighs> All right, so we're going to walk towards the balls because mm-hmm. there's no sigils on the floor. Um, and then above it, it says the right ball, uh, above it all, when mm-hmm. you get closer, you can see the right ball will unlock the door. Again, there's that script that you don't recognize, and then underneath it in common, it says. Well, it was nice that they translated it. What's the ball that's furthermost on the right? Red. Okay. Hmm. Because I would think it's either the black or the red ball. All right, I'm going to go forward mm-hmm. and pick up the red ball. Okay. It's very heavy. So you pick up this red ball. It is incredibly heavy. Do I need to do some sort of strength check? No, but your moving will be encumbered, so you'll move at half speed. Okay. So I'm going to turn. So as soon as you turn with it, uh-huh. the other three balls begin to hover. I need you. Just fucking quit it. <laughs> I need you to roll initiative. Okay. 20. All right. A natural 20. All right. So you will get one round before everything else will happen. Okay. So. I would like to. Can I move diagonally? I think you should be able okay. to. So I'm going to move 5, 10, 15. And then dash. Okay. I won't be able to throw it in, though. Um, what else can I do? Most of my stuff requires other people being nearby. 
can I still hold... Like, I'm assuming this ball is taking up one of my hands. It's taking both your hands. Oh, so I'm like... Yeah. Okay. It's very, It's incredibly heavy. I'm going to just move... I guess I'll dash, and okay. I'll be right at the hoop. All right. So, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage as this black ball comes barreling towards you. Okay. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, but it's a disadvantage. Uh, that is a five. So because you're holding this heavy ball, you're not able to move out of the way mm-hmm. as quickly as you would want to. Uh, you take four points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And I need you to make a strength saving throw. So four points of bludgeoning puts mm-hmm. me 49. And a strength save. Mm-hmm. That is a 23. You stay upright. Um, it doesn't knock you over, but it like bowls into you and then like like ricochets off the walls. Um, the yellow ball appears above you. Okay. I need you to make a constitution saving throw as a bright flash of light shines down on you. The constitution save is a 25. Uh, you manage to close your eyes in time. You're not blinded. After uh, a couple of seconds, the light flickers and the ball like falls to the ground the green the green ball comes towards you i need you to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage that's a four um so it wraps around your arms and thorny vines come out of it and you take one point of piercing damage from these thorny vines but they're wrapped around your arm now and you think that if if it had done better and, like, wrapped around your body, it might have made you immobile or something. Okay. It is now your turn. I the wanna... vine is, like, holding you back, though. You're going to have to break um, it off. So I need to do a strength. You could just rip it off. It's just oh, vines. Oh, yeah. I rip off of the yep. vines. Yep. And I put the red ball in the hoop. When you go to put the red ball in the hoop, you try and push it through, but it stops halfway through. And then it turns sideways. Like, the hoop folds mm-hmm. down with the ball floating in the center of it. And turns, and then you hear a click as the door unseals. Okay, I'd like to use my movement to get out the door. Um, as you're moving towards the door, the other balls like fall to the okay. ground, and then they begin to like buzz. And you see them like as you go to it towards the door, mm-hmm. they start like vibrating stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Do I need to grab them and put them in their hoops? Nope. The right ball will unlock the door. Yeah, I'm going out. When you open this door, they all, as the door is closing behind you, you can see they all float back towards their place. Okay. your dm sarah i hope you are enjoying this episode of four friends and some dice thank you for taking the time and making the effort to listen it means a lot to us if you want to interact with us we are most active on twitter you can find us at the number four friends some dice some spelled s-u-m you can also use our hashtag hashtag four f-a-s-d if you want to have a character named after you, tweet using our hashtag or add us on Twitter and you too can join the NPC Hall of Fame. As a reminder, for August, we are changing our posting schedule to once a week with shorter single character episodes. There will be a new episode on August 21st and then we will be moving to posting every other week. So after the 21st, the next episode will be out September the 4th. We're going to stick with posting every other Tuesday and see how that works out. Let us know what you think of these experimental episodes or our new posting frequency by tweeting at us or contacting us through our website, Basho House Studio. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening.
the door slams closed behind you. The torches in this room poof to life. And you can see in this room, the goddess is distended from the wall about three-fourths of the way. You see her in a humble abode, pouring through books and scrolls, trying to find a way to get into the outer realm to be welcomed back. Her withered staff, which has been present in every room so far, leans against the table and seems so real that you feel like you could almost pick it up, except that it is carved of the same stone as the wall. Other than that, the wall, the room appears empty. <laughs> Perception check because of the one word you use. Natural 20. <laughs> you see coming from the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm using these as markers because okay. I meant to make something and I didn't. It's okay. You so I'm fighting Loki two... and... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. You see two balls of light. One is growing, glowing like a sickly green and one is like more yellowish. Okay. So I see two balls of light, one green, one mm-hmm. yellow. Do I notice anything else about them? They shed light around them about 15 feet out. Okay. They're glowing. They start advancing toward you. Okay. They're not touching anything, are they? Nope. They're just floating and hovering. Okay. I guess um, I'm going to try and, like, run around them, maybe? As I need you to roll initiative. Okay. Because these balls... I just don't trust balls anymore. <laughs> My initiative roll is a t- modified 20. All right. They are going to go first. What? With the natural 20. That's disgusting. So let's see. What is their movement? Oh, hell yeah. So this oh, my God. Over Don't here. say that. Don't. I. No one likes when a DM says hell yeah about an enemy that you're controlling. Okay. This one comes over here and... Makes an attack. I wrote this down, but I did a bad job. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one's going to make an attack on you. Okay. It does a really bad job okay. because I rolled a one. Yeah. And it just sort of like clips into your arm and it feels incredibly cold and like falls through and it's hovering. Is that the green or the yellow one? The sickly green one. Okay. And this yellow one comes over here. I don't like these balls. I went with a theme. Just balls to the wall. <laughs> Uh, so this one shocks you, and you take 13 points of lightning damage. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 21 points of lightning damage at crit. Okay. <laughs> Ones and 20s for Sarah today. That's all I'm Are rolling. you sure you're not using a crit dice? No. 21. 21 points of lightning damage. That's disgusting. Just have to say. And then it, this one... Can still away. has... A shit ton of movement because it just moved 20 additional feet? Yeah. We'll see. It's, we'll see. It's safe. That's fine. You it just are away. trying to be really annoying and get me with attacks of opportunity as I try to run out. You don't have disadvantage now to hit either one of them. That's true, but you're trying to get as many attacks of opportunity on me. So that would be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I could be at the door, but not out the door in one turn. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to take the disengage action. Okay. So I don't provoke attacks of opportunity, and I'm going to use aggressive. So once per short rest, I can move half my movement speed as a bonus action towards a hostile creature. That's part of my racial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang on so, just a second, though. Okay. So you can take the disengage action. Okay, disengage action, aggressive, so I can move 15 feet towards a hostile enemy, and then move the rest of my movement out the door. The door is locked. Ah. So I turn around. 
Ready to take another bunch of damage. This one floats towards you. It done does does another shock, and it misses because it's really bad. This one floats over here and just hovers there. Your okay. turn. I'll attack the yellow one, I guess. Okay. With my battle axe. Natural 20. All right. That does hit. Surprising, <laughs> I know. Wow. All right, so I do double dice damage. So 3 and 8 is 11 plus 4 is 15 damage. The amount of light that it's shedding goes down by a lot. It's not, it, instead of shedding light at about 15, 20 feet, it's now only going out about 5 feet from it. I'd like to use a bonus action to hit it with my shield. Okay. That is, what's my shield bonus? Is it my strength? It is your strength. Plus proficiency? Because it's minus two to attack. Why is it minus two to attack? That's what I have written down. Plus two to deck saves for something. (laughs) Spells that only target me. Uh, The minus two to attack was whenever it was from the thing. So you got it fixed. I got it fixed. Yeah. So it's uh, plus six to it. So that's a uh, 23. That does hit. Okay. So it's a D4, I think? Yep. I don't have this written down for some reason. Two, because I don't add bonus. Alright, it looks pretty wounded, still hanging on though. It is going to... Or do I add my attacks bonus stuff to that? No, you don't, because it's offhand. Okay. It's going to turn invisible. Okay. And this one's going to come up to you and try and shock you. Gosh darn it, it doesn't do anything, and then it's going to move inside of you. And end its turn, so it's going to take some bludgeoning damage from ending its turn inside of a creature. Okay. So detect magic, the like thing I have that's side of the seraphim mm-hmm. that's basically detect magic, is detect magic an action? Um, it should say next to it what it is. It says an action for me, but I don't know if detect magic is an yes, action. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> So it's inside me right now. Do it I feels take very uncomfortable. Okay. Um, and then the yellow one disappeared. I don't think it says whether you take damage, so I'm just going to say you don't. Okay. So I, I'm going to, I guess, move to get it out of me, or does it move with me? You don't know. Okay. I'll move five feet this way. It does not move with you. Okay. So I would then like to use my Juggernaut Dash ceremony. Okay. Okay, what does that do? So it's a second level ceremony. So it needs to make a deck save. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I didn't write things down. <laughs> you weren't expecting me to make it do a deck save. No, I was, and I just didn't do it because I ran out of space. That's fair. Does a 18 succeed? No. <laughs> yes, it does. It takes half damage. Okay. So it takes 48 lightning damage and 2d6 bludgeoning damage. By half. So 4, 8, plus 7 is 15, plus 7 is... 22. 22, so half that would be 11, and then 3, and 1 is 4. So 2 bludgeoning and 11 lightning. Um, but it isn't knocked back. It just poofs. It doesn't. It's not shedding light anymore. You don't know Okay. what happened. I, can I still move? Mm-hmm. And can I, like, try the door as a bonus action? Um, you try the door, it's still locked. Okay. I'm gonna get ready for 
the light ball to come back and attack I didn't do an attack of opportunity, even though it was right there against you, so it's just going to attack you. Well, I didn't move out of its attack range. You did. It was right here. Oh, because I moved back. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't do that because I'm nice. It, It misses you. It did a bad job trying to bite you, trying to shock you. Bite me? We'll shock you. What is this thing? It just was, it's shocking. Okay. And then it zooms over here. I pull out a javelin. Okay. I'm going to throw a javelin at it if it's going to be a little pansy. Okay. Is this 30 feet? Yes. Okay. I throw my javelin. Okay. At 30 feet. <laughs> Nine. Uh, it misses. Do I have any inspiration? Uh, it says one. Sure. I spend my point of inspiration to try again. Natural 20. Surprising, it doesn't hit. I'm kidding. It hits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it better hit. So that's two. And two is four, plus four is eight. It's still alive. Eight piercing damage. Well, this, why is this one so tanky? Because they're resistant to non-magical weapons. Well, I've been trying to get magical weapons. Well, you're doing a bad job of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Roasted. So it's Stop gonna running fly over away. To you, 30 feet over to you. Uh-huh. And it's going to try and shock you again. Shocking. Does. What is its attack bonus? Where did it go? No, it misses. Yes. I'm so bad I'm at this. I'm so tanky. And then it... Flies away. Flies 15, 20 feet away. Okay. Okay. Okay, It doesn't fly, it hovers. Oh. Its speed hovers. Cool. Let's see what I have that can fuck it up. I don't want to blow too much stuff here. Because I think I only have... I need to make a spell sheet. Okay, I have three first level ceremonies. So let's try and do a holy smite on it. Okay. What does that do? So I have to make a spell attack roll against the hostile creature within 30 feet. If it hits, it does 4d6 radiant or lightning. I'm going to choose radiant because it's a lightning ball. So <laughs> lightning probably wouldn't be a good idea against it. Oh, shoot. So it's 3 plus, so 9 again. Nope, you're 10 short to hit this thing. It's 19? This thing is so you miss. real annoying. What you gonna do now, my dude? Um, you have movement and a bonus action. Okay. I'll move at it and bonus action shield slam it. Okay. Or attempt to. That's not enough. That's a 16. Alright, but you're right next to it. So it's gonna shock you. It's gonna Shocking! Shock. That's only... It's gonna try to shock A 17! <laughs> You weak ball of lightning, just die so I can leave this room. It's over here now. Okay. In the corner. So I've used a first level ceremony and a second level one. Let's see. What do I even have? I have a potion of healing. I have my book. I have the bag of holding with me, right? Yes. Okay. If I don't, that would suck. <laughs> no, you have the bag of holding. I would lose everything that's in it. Let's see what the bag of holding has. Sorry, I'm just trying to pull something out of my ass. <laughs> no, pull it out of the bag, not your ass. <laughs> I will. Can I throw a javelin at it? Yep. Throw, throw, throw. This thing is such a pansy. Oh, good. That's over 20. So, I'm assuming that hits. Yes. That is seven damage. 
So it's, it's not seven alive. because it's got resistance to non-magical weapons. Five, ten. So what we've learned 20. is that I need magic weapons. It tries to shock you as it passes through you. It just goes through you. It feels really cold and bad. How much freaking movement does this thing have? 60 feet? Yep. Not 60 feet, but it can Is get it to still the... within 35 feet of me? Yeah. So I throw another javelin at it. That's more than 20 again. Yep, that hits. That's 5 plus 4 is 9, so 4. As it passes through, the light just dims out and poofs. <sighs> You can pick up your javelins yeah, from the ground. Yeah, I grab my javelins. As you're picking up your javelins, you notice there's other things littering the floor. Make a investigation check. Good. I'm really, really good at these. A four. Wow. I know. Okay. You're trying to give me nice things and I I'm can't find them. trying to give you nice things. So you find this coin. It draws your eye. It, it has two sides. So the really good thing would have been like a magical weapon, but I found the coin. <laughs> you find this coin. On one side, it has the symbol of denier. Yep. And on the other side, it has the symbol of char. Ugh, gross. Char's so gross. And now you have this coin. I've already dealt with some bitches. Do I know what, how it works yet? You don't know how. Okay, so well, I should not read this. Do a. I've had time to attune to my boots of the Winterlands, right? Yeah, you've okay. had like multiple. We have so many days. Yeah, do it. Some sort of intelligence check or something. I'll do a history check. Okay. That's a t- modified twenty. So this coin allows you to bless your allays or curse your enemies. Ah. So um, once, once per, per day, day, you can choose to flip this coin. Oh, that's so cool. Based on the result, you can cast bless on allies or bane on enemies. Once the spell is cast, it lasts for six rounds of combat and does not require concentration to maintain. The coin cannot be used again until the next dawn or of the following day. Okay, cool. So it doesn't require concentration. It doesn't require nice. attunement. It's very um, cool magic as you, what, magic Is there item. anything that you want to do in here? Is there anything else in here? Can I investigate some more? Sure. Okay. Five. Nope. Nothing else in here. All right. I try the door again. It's unlocked. I got through the door. So the door slams shut behind you. Only one torch lights. This is another anti-chamber like the one you came in from. So it's ten by ten. There is a teleportation circle on the floor. There is a sconce on the wall. There is a dead body in this room that is very decomposed. On the wall, you see um, there's... It's too bad that I'm not like a paladin or cleric, so I can't speak with dead. Oh, too bad. Um, <laughs> so, oh, too bad. <laughs> so you see on the far wall, underneath the sconce that's holding the torch, there is a blue or there's a red stone that's lit up. Uh, uh, there's a blue stone that's that comes on and then goes off and then comes on. And then goes off, then comes on and stays on. And then there's a gray stone that is not lit up and a green stone that is lit up. Okay, so there's a red stone that's on. Mm-hmm, that's lit up. This one was flickering mm-hmm. and then is now on. Yep. And it flickered how many times? Twice. And then gray, not on. Mm-hmm. And then the green stone is on. Mm-hmm. And they're directly across from me? Yeah, so um, how the room is set up is, mm-hmm. like, let's say that yep. like this is a square or whatever. You step in. 
there's the circle here. There's a sconce on the wall. The stones are directly across from it. There's a dead body here. Okay. I'm going to look at the dead body to see if okay. there's any, like, thing that they wrote down or any, like, items on them that might be mm-hmm. useful for trying sure. to solve this puzzle. Sure. Investigation. Investigation is a 15. There isn't much of use on this body. There are a couple of, um, like, weapons. There's, like, a short sword and a bow. I put Um, them in the bag of holding to have them They're very old and not great. So a short sword and a bow? A short sword and a short bow. The When you pick up the bow, the bowstring has broken on it. Okay. um, And the wood is, like... I put kind no BS. The wood is kind of rotten. Yeah, it's old. They're bad. You find a small book that uh, this person was writing in, like some sort of journal or something. And um, it's in a language I can't understand. <laughs> it, what languages do you know? Only Orcish and Common. Uh, it's in Common. Okay. This looks to be maybe some, like maybe human, maybe elf, maybe I'm orc, gonna something read. that's like, there are some early entries that are about, like, what days they settled out, what tra- towns they left from. The towns aren't familiar at all. Like, you've never heard of these places. Can you tell me some of the names just so um, I have them? I can off the podcast. Okay. And you can read them off later. Sounds good. Uh, they talk about individuals like monarchs and, like, people that you don't know. And then there comes a point where they... They're going to see this witch to get information. And then there's a note about how he's been alone down here. He's run out of rations. And it he's might, waiting. It might be a lot of work for you. I, can I get a legit copy of this journal? You can say no. It's it's probably not even useful or helpful. It's, it's, not, it's not useful or helpful. But I can write something up for you. Okay, so there's a journal, and it has... Does it have anything about the stones in the last Um, entries? Because it talks about waiting for rations. It talks about how when he stands on the stone, his um, his gold stone lights up, but none of the others are lit up. His gold stone? Yep, his stone is gold, apparently. Um, You also find a bag, a little bag, that... um, is some sort of like velvet or suede or it's some sort of material and inside of it are a couple of black beads oh gosh that you can take yes i definitely will take that i don't know what these do you don't know what they do check uh intelligence check please that's a 17 yeah so you know what they you you recognize these these are magical beads that have specific effects on them cause damage they can enclose things can throw a bead up to 60 feet there's nothing else of use on him like his bones and his do i find anything like a cold stone okay so there's the magic circle this dead body i have his journal that mentions a gold stone lighting up Mm -hmm. but i don't know where it is can i move the body to see if he's like laying on it yeah, the bones and the fabric just crumble whenever you touch it. It's okay. so old. There's no gold stone here. Okay, so I go and stand on the circle. So you stand in the center of the circle, and you see your graystone light up. The graystone on the wall. The graystone on the wall light up. Okay. And then you're teleported somewhere, and that's how we're going to end this episode. Great. I'm worried. All right, bye. Bye. Art was done.
done by Kat Verhoeven. You can find more of Kat's work at verhoo.com. Our music is Village Consort and Kings of Terror by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Thanks for listening. Does the graystone turn gold? Nope. It's still gray. What the fuck is he talking about? This yep. crazy ass man seen a <laughs> gold stone. Okay.